What's going on? I'm here. It's another episode of MCLIFE Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm uh, Josh. And uh, we already did this once. Let's see if this shit fucking works this time. Something happened, and you guys don't know about it because it's not here anymore. No. You definitely have no clue that something happened either because I didn't just fucking tell you. But anyway. Yeah, it got lost in space. That's that's not even the right show. No, no, that show's stupid. It's it's not a great show. It's stupid. It's like here's a kid and here's a robot. That's the show. Also, here's some 1960s girls. Don't you think that's interesting? Look, oh, they're, here they they're are. Pretty. <laughs> yeah, they're like your grandma's age now. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Whatever works, right? Am I right? Uh, this time around on M Class Podcast, which is. Uh, M Class Podcast, in case you don't know, is a fun show where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media <laughs> and we discuss it and also make a lot of inappropriate jokes. We say lots of uh, poopy words and butt fart sounds and penis butts happen. N- there's no greater salesman for the podcast pitch than Josh Henderson. I will do I'll I'm I'm free to do all of your podcast pitch bitch it pitches. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even true. You barely have any time in your life anymore. I know my life sucks. Anyway, on this episode <laughs> of M Class Podcast, we're going to be watching the Deep Space uh, we're going to be discussing. We already watched yeah, it. We already did it. Deep Space 9 episode If Wishes Were Horses, aka the one with Rumpelstiltskin in it. Oh, we got a fucking Stiltskin up in this, bitch? It's fine. The whole reason we did this Devil's Collection was so we could have a Rumpelstiltskin episode. You know what? It's We're not that great. Here. It's not no, that great. No, this episode's not amazing. <laughs> it's... I, I, we were talking about it a little bit before the show. I realized I confused this episode with at least, like, two or three other... Uh, Deep Space Nine episodes. Yeah, like, I postulated that the reason why you did that is because there's so little that happens in this fucking episode, your brain is trying to fill it out with other episodes' content. Yeah, basically, this episode is just, like, some of the characters get to hang out with their imaginary friends. (laughs) Yeah, and we learn that Bashir really wants to fuck, and that's all he ever thinks about. (laughs) I mean, if you had a super brain... Right? Like, if you were genetically super-brained? Sure. I mean, and you could just, like, think your way into fucking somebody? You'd try. (laughs) It doesn't work for Dax. Nah, she's lived for, like, forever, so she's seen all the tricks, dude. She knows all the tricks. It's true. She's done all the tricks. She's been a dude a bunch of times, too. Yeah, she knows all about the ins and outs of inning and outing. (laughs) Oh my god. Josh is a genius, everybody! That's supposed to be like with a penis going inside of a hole. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one. Take your freaking pick. It's your choice. That's really the message behind M Class Podcast. It's your choice. <laughs> so, this episode uh, was episode 16 of season one. Netflix fucked that up. It's episode 15 on Netflix if you haven't watched yeah. it yet. I already told you this because we did this already, but it took me, like, a while to find it. Yeah, and I, it took I him was 40 mad. minutes to find it, he told us. I got really <laughs> mad. I, I left to get a sandwich because I was so tired of looking. I was like, I'm so sick of looking. He, he ran out of physical energy, and he had to eat a sandwich <sighs> in order to stay alive. 
I was like, I need a banana. <laughs> uh, this episode was directed by uh, Robert Legato, who was the head of the VFX team for TNG and Deep Space Nine, and somehow he became the director. <laughs> I would love to hear the story. I, I mean, not really, because it's not all that interesting. <laughs> but but I, I, would love, I would love to know. Like, were they just like, was everyone sick? Did everyone have the flu? The quick and they're like, fucking turn around. Like, this sounds really interesting, but not really. It's not interesting I mean, at all, honestly. I'm, in, I'm interested to know, like, how it happens, but I don't want to spend too much time listening to Robert Legato tell his one interesting story. Robert Legato looks like the guy from Perfect Strangers, Bronson Pinchot. With, if, does he? Like he looks like he, Bronson Pinchot does now, but with the hair he had back in the nineties, just smashed together. Oh uh, yeah, this dude. Uh, apparently, this guy did the visual effects for like every movie ever. Yeah, like every great movie of all time. Really? Like, I mean, there's a lot in here. Like uh, Apollo I hate thirteen. The- that's a the, that I remember at the time that was very good. Interview uh, with the vampire. Fucking Titanic. Titanic. I don't like Titanic because it's stupid. Armageddon. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna revise my statement. Battle this guy, Angel. This guy did the visual effects for the greatest films of all time. I didn't want to qualify <laughs> it, but now that you said Armageddon, it's the greatest films of all time. Do you remember when you could just make a movie like Armageddon and then people would be like, what a great movie. <laughs> Man, that movie's so stupid. It is really fucking stupid. We should watch it and watch talk over movies. Sure. We've already disappointed everybody with our choice once. Why not? Wait, why? Did they hate it? <laughs> I have no idea. Nobody fucking commented on it. <laughs> did it sync up right? This is for later, but did uh, it, was it okay? I don't know. I didn't try it. If, if I it, mean, they should. Everybody at home, if you uh, if you're a patron on our Patreon, you'll have access to a series of commentary tracks that we're doing, called Jeff and Josh Talk Over Movies. The first of which we just put out uh, for Rumble in the Bronx, the Jackie Chan classic. Classic, love it. And uh, if you've already tried to sync it up with the movie and watched it, did it work? You should play them at the same time. I'll make a thing and I'll like yeah, tell them. The way I said it. it on the thing is like, um, you should hit play when the New Line Cinema logo appears. Yeah, if you're watching on Netflix, exactly. If you're watching on Netflix, it, it's the very beginning of it, and, and whatever. That's well, whatever. <laughs> whatever, everybody. Like, become Star a patron Trek. so you can maybe listen to a track that lines up with Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> And us just laugh at the movie and have a fucking great time. Yeah, that was so fucking fun. Um, That's all we did was laugh. It was great. I will say, um, I've had some questions. I'll, I'll just sink this, sink this into the podcast right here in the, sure. in the beginning. Why uh, not? We've had some questions about Tapon and his sponsorship of the podcast. That is oh, real. Yeah. That is 100% That's- real. There is a mystery benefactor playing Tapon. Who's yes. going to be uh, meeting dollar for dollar every pledge we make over five hundred dollars for the month of October? Yeah, let me. Re- I'm gonna go on Twitter. Let me retweet that thing and sure. say this is real. Yeah, like we apparently a lot of people don't believe the things we do are real things. <laughs> I don't know why they <laughs> like do we that. haven't lied to any of you about anything yet. So <laughs> <laughs> yet. 
Uh, we'll, uh, I mean, maybe the uh, <laughs> the April Fool's episode. That's true. We did get them once, and now they're oh, we're so gonna have to, fucking like, leery about it forever. Oh, we're going to have to, like, up our game. Like, we're going to have to, like, do something even more ridiculous. Yeah, I have no idea what we're going to do for April I have some Fools. ideas. I we'll talk about ideas. that later. Yeah. Uh, but first off, um, this episode heavily relies on... Um, the fact that they were probably making a Leprechaun sequel, <laughs> like, at least one studio over, and they were like, well, we could have a Leprechaun in this one. What do you think? <laughs> and some writer was like, no, that's can't stupid. Be a Leprechaun? A leprechaun? Yeah. Wait. A Rumpelstiltskin. A Stiltskin. <laughs> I can't believe this guy's busting out a Stiltskin in season one. And then Remy Legato, whatever is that? Robert Legato. Remy Remy Legato. Isn't that fucking Gambit? Remy LeBeau is the yeah, same guy. Same guy. Gambit. Yeah, they look the same for sure. He just stands up and he slow claps. <laughs> Only if I get years, to direct it. In, in my years of visual effects work, I've never heard such a remarkable idea. Um. I've never done a Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> sounds like really old. It sounds really sexual, too. <laughs> it's like, like an old queen. <laughs> Bring out the Rumpelstiltskin. Let me get the Stiltskin. <laughs> Let me get that good, good Stiltskin. I mean, this is like loosely a Satan's episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has a Rumpelstiltskin in it who's a little Satan-y. Yeah, this episode, uh, before we get into it or whatever, is very TOS. This is, like, oh yeah, so TOS. This would fit a TOS episode perfectly. It's a perfect season one of any Star Trek uh, series episode also, also. Like, right down to the fact that they use, like, a little person in, like, a weird monster yeah. role. That's very TOS. <laughs> yeah, that sort of was going out of style. Um, I don't know. There are plenty of movies in the 2000s where the joke is that somebody has dwarfism. Yeah. yeah. So I know I know the people who made uh, Under the Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, you've mentioned that before, actually. I know them. They're friends of mine. Um, they're amazing people. I love them to death. They're like my family. Uh, and, like, this this was, like, a thing that was, was rampant in the 80s, right? Like, using little people. Yeah, 80s as, and, like, early 90s. In in the eighties, it was like every goddamn where, like even like like movies like Willow, like oh my god, there's so many movies. Uh, Legend, Billy Barty is like the number one. Oh yeah, little Billy guy. Barty got a shit ton of work in the eighties. Yeah, Billy Barty was a busy man. He unfortunately spent almost all of it on booze, though. Yeah, being a little person is really painful. Apparently, yeah. So um, he drank a lot to have to, to deal yeah. with the pain he had to go like through. Self medicating, not yeah. to bring the party down or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. I mean, it, I mean, what do you do though, right? It, like, it like really depends on what type of dwarfism you have, whether you're like dealing yeah. with a lot of pain or not. But it, there's always some pain to, in yeah inherent. I'm trying to find who this Rumpel's... Oh, Michael J. Anderson. I don't know what... Like, Michael he got a shit ton of work in the early 90s and late 80s, too. Uh, oh, it's him. Okay. Yeah! Oh! It's Mulholland Drive. It's the backwards talking little yeah. guy from all the David... Okay, mm -hmm. that's him. All yeah, right. he worked in a ton of shit, though. Yeah, he's in a million things. The thing is, like... 
as we're there's of course like all the people who will come out and say like oh our society is getting too PC it's going like so far up its ass in political correctness or whatever but there's uh-huh. there's definitely a movement towards more understanding of people who aren't just like the mainstream like right. that we've seen forever like honkies you know like us <laughs> yeah honkies yeah and uh, that's a good word like. So I've started, like, I follow this guy on Twitter. His name is Eugene Grant. He's, like, a writer. Yeah. And I've learned a shit ton about, like, the community of people who, like, have dwarfism and, like, what yeah. and what they've had to go through and everything. And acting specifically, especially television acting, yeah. is, like, a horror show for people who I have dwarfism. Imagine. Where, like, you get chewed up and spit out for minimum wage to appear I would imagine it's very similar, and it's, like, has its uh, roots in, uh, like, circuses, right? Like, um... Oh, yeah, there's, like, a whole history of that shit. Yeah, where you're just exploiting people. The craziest thing to me is there are people to this day who are, like, that P.T. Barnum, he was, like, a genius... Yeah, P.T. Barnum was, like, a slave owner. Yeah. Not only of animals, but of people. Yeah, P.T. Like, Barnum literally. was a monster. He was, yeah. like, a horrible monster. That's why, like, dude, we went to see uh, Justice League. Me, Nick, and Paul went to see Justice League one day. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, I was about to ask that, but okay. <laughs> it, yeah. But they showed that fucking Greatest Showman on Earth trailer beforehand, which was about P.T. Barnum, yeah. right? Yeah. And I remember it got really quiet in the movie theater, and it was like us and like maybe like three other people in the theater. And I and I and I, the, the trailer ended, and I was like, "Yeah, that guy owned people." <laughs> and everyone did. else in the theater was like, "Wow!" Like they laughed; they thought it was really funny. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, that guy was a piece of shit." He he fucking like especially like little people, like people who have yeah. dwarfism. Like he sold them as slaves. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was a fucking asshole. Which, I mean, I guess we're definitely bringing a downer on this fucking Rumpelstiltskin episode or whatever, but, yeah, like, but like I, I, that's something I you it, have to talk about, I think, when you have, like, yeah. a main actor in your story who's who, like, went through that type of shit. Like, that guy has, yeah. uh, like, written about his experiences and stuff, too, because, like I said, he's right. worked in hundreds upon hundreds of productions. Yeah, I'd imagine it's, like, really, uh... uh Really, really difficult, especially back then when like things weren't like the they are now, right? Like, yeah. Like not just like politically correctness wise, but like unions on movie sets. Like mm-hmm. when we made when we make stuff, and like if we're like working with uh, people who are like used to a certain level of like uh, professionalism, right? You have to accommodate like all the things that they they need, and like back then though, like. I mean, you're still talking about people making movies where horses are killed and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, fucking, like, uh, some of my favorite stories are the ones that, like, Marina Sirtis tells about working yeah. in, like, B-movies for canon films and shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, they just put them in, canon. like, fucking oh, disgusting alleys on, like, mattresses that had, like, AIDS needles and shit in them. And had them, That's like... so ridiculous. And just had them act. With like no yeah. lights or anything, and they were just like just fucking go. The movie. <laughs> if you complain, yeah. I can find another chick to show her tits. You know? <laughs> oh my god, I'm having like a flashback, Jeff. Stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, that's how I got on the podcast. You're like, if you complain, let me see. I can find tits. somebody else who can show their tits on this podcast. Show me an impale red titties. That's what I said. <laughs> And I was like, okay. 
Uh, anyway, let's get into this episode. Uh, the episode uh, begins as almost every episode of Deep Space Nine does in Quark's bar. It's the it's the number one centerpiece of the show at this point in the show. Like, oh, yeah. It's the only interesting thing that's happening, really. Really, yeah. I mean, like later on, there's like the Defiant that gets used as like the yeah. center of attention for a while. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But at the early episodes, it's like Quark's Bar is this crazy scene. Like you'd never see this place on TNG. Right. It's so like I like. Even in this episode, they they bust in talking about like the fucking hollow suites. Yeah, how like, you could they're like fuck people in these hollow suites. Yeah, Quark's like a pimp, right? He's yeah. like a hollow pimp. He he pretty much is a hollow pimp. <laughs> he is. Yeah, there's an interview with him. I think on uh, Regis and Kathy Lee uh, with him wearing the Quark makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes out and he talks. Like, he takes his teeth out because it's hard to hear him. Yeah. And he talks about how, like, he's in character and he's like, "I'm a pimp and I run." And he's like, just telling him what he does. And Regis is like, "I don't even know what I'm looking at. What is this?" <laughs> That's my Regis. What a great Regis impression. <laughs> That's my Regis. What am I looking at? Who is this? I don't even know. <laughs> and Kathy Lee's like, "I like wine." <laughs> yeah, she really does like wine. <laughs> my husband plays football. Why am I on TV? <laughs> but, like, it's always Quark and Odo at the bar, and Quark's like, I do fucking evil shit, Odo. What are you going to yeah. do about it, you gooey yeah. bitch? And Odo's like, I can't smell. Yeah, he can't smell. But, like, okay. Jake goes into a hollow suite, and Odo's like, what the fuck? Are you letting a minor have sex in your sex programs? Yeah, but he has a baseball bat. <laughs> Odo doesn't he know must, what must sex a, is. Like, it must be a... I was gonna say it must be a Belladonna sex program. Oh no! <laughs> That's for uh, anyone who knows who Belladonna is. I don't. I definitely don't, and I didn't react that way because I did. <laughs> anyway, um, Quark's like, no, it's like a baseball program. Do you know all these like crazy baseball men? Yeah, he says Ted Williams, which everybody knows, and he says somebody else who I forget. Buck Bokai. Buck Bokai, who's Buck like Bukai. their like their Star Trek uh, Babe Ruth, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's he's from like the end of baseball, which I think is super fascinating. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that Star Trek has gotten eerily correct. Yeah, baseball is slowly fading. Like America's slowly past time going is away. Not yes. anymore. Yeah, it's not. People aren't. It's it's still huge in Japan. It's still huge in uh, Latin America, uh, but uh, Major League Baseball in America is not what it once was. Yeah, the thing is, like football started supplanting it like ages ago, but then like yeah. basketball came along and it, yeah. it eclipsed it as well. Yeah, it's sort of sad. I love baseball myself. I'm a huge baseball fan, uh, but. I like playing I it. baseball. I'm one of those assholes. Like, I, I realized that that's like a dick move as I got older. Yeah. The dude who's like, I like to play the sport, but I don't like to watch it. Yeah. There's something about watching, like, a game at night, like, in the summertime, and you're just, like, drinking a beer, and it's nighttime, and you don't have anything to do. It's maybe it's like a Friday night, and it's just, it's just something comforting about it. I don't know what it feels like to not have anything to do anymore. That's true. <laughs> I don't know I, what I, that I definitely. Means. 
I definitely remember that sort of being a thing one time that like, I could when do. I was when I was little. Like I wasn't interested in football or baseball. I watched basketball. Like yeah, I watched a I played shit football. ton of basketball, and I played basketball when I was a kid. Yeah, I played football like in a uh, little little league football, whatever, like pee wee football. I or played um, little league baseball. I didn't play little league. I played. We played baseball like around town, though. Like we were like sandlotting it, right? Yeah. Like we'd show up and just play some baseball and shit. Like I played. Um, like I lived in a town called Houston, but it was spelled like the last name Hughes T O N. That's so confusing. And man. we were the Houston Astros. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Which I thought was funny. Um, That's clever. And we sucked a dick, but it was really fun. <laughs> All of my friends who played Little League uh, were sponsored by, like, uh, mostly, like, auto repair garages yeah, around our town. our team was sponsored by a car dealership, so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the coach was the guy who owned the car dealership, yeah, and so his they son was the pitcher, so. Of course he was. Of course, um, anyway, so baseball is dead, but yeah. uh, Quark and Odo were talking about like uh, that Quark is going to open up special hollow suites that are specifically for family hollow programs. He's he's really going the Disney route. He gets he gets the Disney bug, right? Yeah, except he's going to keep the sex suites open as well. <laughs> yeah, so exactly like Disney. <laughs> What what are Disney's sex suites? Is that a thing? Are I've, there like some fucking eyes wide shut ass places at Disney I've World? Been I don't behind, know about? I've been behind the scenes at Disney World. Did you know that about me? Did I ever tell you that? No, I don't think he did. Yeah, I, I was uh, when we went to play uh, in one of the parades, and I was in tenth grade. It was nineteen ninety eight ninety nine. Um, they. Uh, they took us back to like a studio where they record music in Disney World, mm-hmm. and like we weren't allowed to like say what we saw. Um, we like signed a thing. I'll tell you what we saw. It was not. It was a parking lot. It was just a big <laughs> parking lot, and that was it. And that's all I saw. So it sounds like a Fancy. lie because you signed a thing. But whatever. Also, oh the sex the sex suites were back there. How could I forget? Oh, that's the whole point. Fuck. There was a lot of sex suites it was, back there. It was like The Shining. He kept opening rooms and finding more and more disturbing shit behind yeah, each Baloo door. Yeah, Baloo the bear was st- st- sucking the dick of some <laughs> old dude. Bob was like, Iger Baloo. was in there getting his dick sucked. <laughs> the Wicked Witch from uh, Snow White was naked in a bathtub. And I was like, oh my god. So, um... We cut to Bashir and Dax, and Bashir's like, come on, let me put my <laughs> penis in you. Yeah, he really wants to fuck Dax. And she's like, an ongoing theme. She's like, uh, nah. And I didn't remember that he was so fucking forward with it. Like, he was just like, let's fuck. In a way, like, it's, it's nice, because, like, it's the 24th century, and, like, they're being open about it. Like, he's yeah. not fucking around. He's not playing games. Although right? he does that like, later. Like, it comes definitely. back around and he becomes, like, a modern-day guy who's into a girl. Yeah, he gets a little piney. Yeah, but right now he's straight up like, just put, let me put my penis in your vagina. I won't mess with the worm in there, I promise. I'm a doctor. Look, I know how to do it. <laughs> I've read some books, Dax, okay? <laughs> but she's like, you're not really interested in me. What about all those other vaginas without space worms in them you've been having yeah, sex with? Yeah, you had sex with a telepath one. And he's like, 
yeah, you're right. I did. <laughs> Basically, he's like, that's he's like, he's yeah, said. I did. But she wasn't as good as you would be. Yeah, you're Dax, and she was just whoever she was, whatever her and name is. She's like, anyway, no, fuck off, and leaves. Yeah, and there's a, there's a whole lot of moments in early Deep Space Nine where they point out how young Bashir is supposed to be, even though he doesn't really look like it. Yeah, I think more they're pointing out how naive he is, right? Because yeah. he is kind of a dork and, like, a naive yeah. child. I think he's supposed to be, like, 21, 22 or something. Well, he goes to med school. How long does... Med school takes, like, eight years. Yeah, so he should be, like... 25, 25 26. or something. But, like, they're always like, oh, he's so young. He's so young. How's the young yeah. doctor? And they drop that by season two. Yeah, I think two. Dax is like 30. Like, I don't even think she's 30. I think she's like 28 yeah, or something like something that. Yeah, something like that. But she's, of course, like filled with worm goo that's, that's been true. around forever. She's cheating. She's a, a game genie. Yeah. <laughs> she she got so many extra levels. Yeah. That game genie. <laughs> um, but the, they stuck up inside of her. <laughs> Whoa. I guess that's the worm. I guess the worm is the game genie. Yeah, the worm is the game. I didn't mean like in her vagina. I meant like in her whatever the trail have where the worm lives. Josh, you know, like nine out of ten times, if I take the bet that you mean in the vagina, I'm gonna be right. It is. <laughs> well, this is the tenth time that it wasn't. I, it was I the took worm the safe gina. bet, and I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. <laughs> whatever the worm gina is. The worm gina. That is a horrible, horrible phrase that I'm never gonna be able to forget now. Sorry, not really. <laughs> so they're, they find that there's a bunch of emissions coming from... Uh, Nocturnal emissions. Because <laughs> you just said nine out of ten times. Yeah. <laughs> you said nine out of ten times, and then I did it, and then I did it again. That's It's called a pay, set-up payoff. <laughs> We're like a classic comedy duo. We are. Especially because I just got fucking made a fool out of <laughs> so, That's so good. So they, they think that um, they're like, oh, well, we're just, there's a bunch of ships flying around our station. So that's probably why there's all these Thorons. Yeah, and the Denorius belt, which thorons. is where the wormhole is. And uh, so everything's fine. There's definitely not going to be a crazy situation developed. Right. Right. But meanwhile, uh, the real hero of Deep Space Nine, Miles O'Brien, <laughs> is, uh-huh. is talking, who's talking to his uh, his tiny daughter, Molly. She's adorable at this point she, in time. She's adorable. She becomes obnoxious later on, but she's adorable She gets now. a little bratty, but uh, this this version of her is super cute. She keeps yelling Rumpelstiltskin, which is adorable. Rumpelstiltskin, Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, she, well, he's uh, telling her the story, yeah. right? Which is like I don't know, kind of a weird story to tell a kid that young before bed. Yeah, well, it's one of those uh, Grimm's fairy tales, right? And they're all dark. Yeah, this horrible monster tried to steal away the the princess's (laughs) daughter, but whatever. Foreshadowing. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing: in a normal show, the Rumpelstiltskin foreshadowing would mean that there would be some sort of an alien or something that would come aboard and be like. I have to. You have to sacrifice your child to protect <laughs> the universe or whatever. Right. But Make in season choice. one of Deep Space Nine, the real Rumpelstiltskin shows up. It's a goddamn Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> and he's just like sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, bitch?" <laughs> and O'Brien's yeah. like, I'm, "Don't don't call me a bitch in front of my daughter." 
<laughs> That's a good O'Brien. <laughs> That's really good. And uh, on that note, we will be right back after these messages about how O'Brien should not be called a bitch in front of his daughter. Good evening. I am Tapon of the Tapon Radio Program. My producers tell me it is advisable to expose my program on other broadcasts my demographic may find enjoyable. Thus, I have elected to advertise on the M-Class podcast. Join me this week from 1900 hours to 700 hours as I discuss a variety of topics from Ferengi stock market trends to ancient earth music. Tomorrow, upon the request of frequent listener Commander Paris, I will be listening to The Logical Song by earth band Supertramp. I'm finding it difficult to keep my excitement at bay at the prospect of listening to a song devoted to a topic so integral to my way of living. While it is of no consequence to me, I realize there is much interest in the Ferengi Stock Exchange, so we will cover that topic exhaustively. In addition, with your help, I will be sponsoring the M-Class podcast for the month of October, which entails the following. On the 1st of November, I will match every dollar M-Class podcast has earned past $500 during the previous month. If you are a fan who has been waiting for an opportune time to become a patron, this is the month. The hosts of the podcast are putting much work into making as enjoyable a program as they can. One cannot fault them for their limitations. They are only human. This has been Tapon. Live long and prosper. And we're back with more M-Class. Man, that was such an uh, awesome commercial. Yeah, give us your money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's that commercial, right? Yeah, it's Tapon. Yeah. Tapon. Give man. us your money so Tapon has to figure out a way to create modern day money to give us. Classic Tapon doesn't know about money. At the end of the month, he's going to be like, wait, I have to make money? <laughs> we should watch uh, uh, Carbon Creek and, and talk about Tapon and how Tapon would react in the 1950s <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> We'll watch Carbon Creek sometime. I, I like love that episode. That. Anyway, we're watching If Wild Wild Horses Wild West starring Jim West. Desperado. <laughs> Desperado. Rough Rider. No, you don't oh, want yeah. Nada. Fucking Eve, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. F- bring Eve back. Where's Philadelphia she? Philadelphia is Eve. Oh, Philadelphia oh. is Eve? I didn't know she's that. From, she's from Philly, yeah. Why does everyone who lives near Philadelphia know every single person that's ever come from Philadelphia? Because we all know each other. We <laughs> all hang out. We all go to the same high schools, dude. Jesus. <laughs> Literally. Like, every, there's, like, people who I know went to high school with pink because she's from around here. That's just, like, I've never met somebody from the Philly area who doesn't know every celebrity that came out of Philly. <laughs> that's because we're very proud of our D-list celebrities here. Eve is A-list in my book. She's A-list rap celebrity. Hip, yeah. c- hip-hop celebrity. Most kids today would have no fucking clue who she is, though. Well, get your freaking learn on and listen to some goddamn Rough Riders. Get that. When I was younger, I bought Rough Riders Compilation Volume 2. Yeah. And Eve and uh, DMX are, like, right at the fucking front. DMX, yeah. And uh, DMX guests on one song. Yeah. And Eve guests on the same song. They don't have any songs of their own on the CD. No. But that Eve, sucked like, a did dick. you look at the cover? Did you see her? Yeah. So it was worth she's the price, is what you're astoundingly saying. Astoundingly beautiful. Yeah, she was gorgeous. She had uh, paw prints on her boobies. I remember that. That was one of the first times I remember seeing that and being like, what? <laughs> I, I didn't know you could get tattoos there. I was like, 
I'm into this. <laughs> Show me more, Eve. Show me more Paul Prince. <laughs> so uh, O'Brien is like, uh, take Molly and leave Keiko, and she's like, "What? Why the fuck is there a Rumpelstiltskin?" And he's like, "Get the fuck out!" Yeah, he kind of freaks out, and he's like, "Just leave, just please leave." And it's like, I guess I would be too if I saw a fucking Rumpelstiltskin in my kid's bedroom. It's true. That's one of the number one things that you shouldn't allow near your kid: a Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> it's like uh, poisons under the counter, and then like a close second is a Rumpelstiltskin. Yes. Uh, sex sweets at Quarks <laughs> is like number three. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's more evidence for that this, the holodecks are self-cleaning because, like, Jake is in there and there's probably, like, all kinds of crazy jizz in there. I'm, I'm like, nodding. and I guess I don't have anything to add to that. I'm not touching you know? that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't touch it either. It's fucking space jizz. So, Rumpelstiltskin's like, yo, uh, I'll do whatever you want me to do, man, for a price. Yeah. And O'Brien's like, yeah, I read the story, dude. Yeah, I just <laughs> finished the book. It's like three pages long also. <laughs> and O'Brien calls security in, and security tries to grab the Rumpelstiltskin. But you can't do that. You can't just I'll... grab a Rumpelstiltskin. I have to admit, when he called security, I, I, I slipped for a second. And I was like, oh, fucking sweet. We're going to have to see Worf deal with a Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Worf's not here yet. Worf is not here yet. He's not here yet. He wouldn't show up with security anyway. He's a commander at that point. Yeah, he would just be like, a rumple, what now? <laughs> what the hell is... On on, Co- on Kronos, we have our own Rumpelstiltskin. We beat yes. him to death with bats. <laughs> <laughs> we rip his intestines out and let the children eat them like Lady in the Tramp style. That would be like the Klingon version. Yeah. I don't know what Lady in the Tramp is, but I, I assume you do. It just translated. Like I say, the the name of the story that's similar to it in in Klingon, and then it words come out of my mouth. Lady and the Tramp. I don't know what that is. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? <laughs> that's how it works, right? It like translates it like a terrible like anime subber where you just change it to be yeah. American jokes. It just changes it to like a comparable story. Like that must be what it's like, right? I guess. Like. I mean, maybe, like, well, that's well, why I was saying, they talk about like, their Klingon stories all the time, and they just say it in Klingon. Like, it, the the translator's yeah. like, I'm not touching this shit. Just have him maybe say Maybe because there isn't, like, a direct translation, right? Yeah. Like, um, there's some Asian myths where that they don't translate well to Western myths, yeah. right? There's a lot of, like, like, a lot of ancient Greek stories that get, like, uh, brought into, like, modern retellings and everything, and they have yeah. to completely change the moral behind it. Yeah, because usually the Greek ones ended really badly. Well, like, y- the real moral about Greek stories is usually, like, you should be a man, and that means being a self-centered asshole 99% of the time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, you know, that society was a little... Uh, uh, broken. <laughs> they did end at a certain point. I stopped the being ancients. a thing. So, <laughs> um, so like O'Brien, he calls the captain. He's like a commander. He calls the commander. Yes, yeah, sorry. Cisco. I'm just gonna say captain. I'm not gonna switch it. He's I like don't. Cisco. Please help me. Help me, Dad. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they've been there for like what two weeks, and there's yeah. already a Rumpelstiltskin sighting. Are you kidding me? But like, when Cisco's gonna leave, Jake comes up and he's like, "No, Dad, you don't understand. The baseball man followed me from the Hall of Suite." <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh no! Already though, he is like 
infinitely better than Wesley Crusher. Oh, like, fuck yeah. I like oh Jake. Oh, my God. I like Jake a lot. Yes. Um, but anyway, the baseball guy's like, hey, Ben. It's me, Buck Bakai. <laughs> it's me, Buck Bakai. Remember me from playing baseball? I'm the number one baseball man in 2042. I'm the number one baseball man in history. Everybody keeps saying yeah. he's the best ever, but he's like, he's very Babe Ruthian. Which he's Babe Ruthian. He's like Asian Babe Ruth, right? Yeah, he's like short and kind of fat and doesn't look yeah. very athletic, but apparently he's the best baseball man that ever lived. I guess because like he kind of goes into it later, like, nobody's watching baseball you're probably not getting like the best quality baseball player either right that's probably true but they, they like, do call him the best ever maybe statistically yeah, but statistically, like statistically yeah if you were like a regular now baseball player and you were playing with like scrub ass scrubs you're probably gonna look pretty fucking amazing that's right? true i mean there's also like the what is the opposite of diminishing returns where like the longer a sport goes, the higher the base level of competition gets. Yeah, it's uh, the meta. The meta of, of baseball gets, like, crazy hard, yeah, right? Like, where, like, the <laughs> players today are, like, playing at a level that, like, the players back during Babe Ruth's time were just not playing at. Yeah, like, you see people do stuff, like, superhuman. Like, in football is a good example. Like, if you want, like, it's, it's really clear because it's so fast. Mm -hmm. Like, watch a football game now. And then go back and watch a football game, even when I was a kid, like in the 80s. And those guys, remember, those guys in the 80s were doing steroids. Yeah. It's it's completely, it's still, the level is insane. There's, al there's always that fucking discussion of, like, is, is, is like, Kobe the greatest? Or right. Or is, is, like, Jordan still the greatest? Yeah, yeah. And the answer is yes. Michael Jordan is still here. <laughs> the the Michael Jordan came out and gave the real answer to that, which is it's not which player is the greatest, it's what team is. Yeah, yeah. And then he started showing his championship rings, and he showed his sixth one, which is on his penis? Question mark. <laughs> Look, uh, at least he didn't still have his Hitler mustache from those Haynes commercials. <laughs> oh God, the remember fuck that were you shit? Doing Jordan. Uh, that was the 80s, dude. Was but, like, the thing it. is, like, Jordan was fucking styling all over everybody. Like, nobody even came close to him. Jordan played with, like, I mean, this is now the basketball podcast, but Jordan played with, like, legendary basketball players. Yeah. Like, well, that's the against thing. If them. Jordan was not on the Chicago Bulls, Scottie Pippen would be considered the greatest basketball player yes. who ever lived. If Jordan played <laughs> in any other decade, he would be... Uh, they would call him Jesus. They'd be like, "Remember yeah. when Jesus came back and he played basketball?" <laughs> and pretty a lot of people did call him that during the. I 90s. mean, he played against Magic Johnson, fucking uh, Larry Bird. Mm -hmm. like, That's the thing about Larry Bird. Is my like, God, Larry Bird is like a punchline, I guess, a lot of times because he's like a real goofy Southern white guy with a big yeah. nose. That dude played basketball like almost no fucking other. Like, he that guy shoot, was like, insane. Crazy. He the ball left his hand and levitated into the into fucking the hoop basket every single that's time. That, that's that Indiana shit, dude. They love basketball there. Is he from there? I don't remember where he's from. I know he's, he's from his parents just were like peanut farmers or some shit. Like he's he's very farmers? like milk toast, but he's fucking amazing basketball yeah. player. Anyway, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Buck Bakai 
is the greatest baseball player ever. of all time. And if he's any, there. If anybody ever brings up fucking Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Babe Ruth, fuck them. It's all Buck Pakai. I'm going to start writing Buck Pakai down on like trivia sheets when I go to like <laughs> Quizza or whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, the the real hero of the story, Dr. Bashir, uh, <laughs> thinks up a Dax who wants his dick more than anything. Oh my god, it's like crazy. This Dax is like fucking thirsty, man. For real, like she, she wants thirsty. sex right now. And Bashir's yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah, he thinks it's like a joke. He thinks it's a practical yeah. joke. Here's the thing, though. In, in your entire life, has a girl who doesn't have any interest in you sexually in any way, shape, or form ever pranked you by shoving her tongue no. down your throat? That would not be a prank <laughs> no, so much it as like, a not a prank. I don't know what the opposite of a prank is. Uh, I like, think it's sexual assault, really. <laughs> I mean, maybe that would be sexual assault. Yeah. I, I No, that's never happened to me, so... I. But uh, he's I like, what a silly prank. I can't believe I fell for it. Yeah. But all the senior officers meet up and Cisco's like, hey everybody, it's Buck Bakai. <laughs> He's been dead for two hundred years. Woo. Sometimes I think about that and I'm like, that would be like uh going <laughs> that would be like going over to England, right? And then like a Rumpelstiltskin shows up and then like a cricket guy from like eighteen forty is in the room. And the, the England guy is like, hey, look, it's Cricket Guy from 1840. Isn't that crazy? And I'd be and like, everybody else who the, the fuck are you like, talking who, about? Who fucking cares? What is that? What, what the fuck is Cricket? <laughs> People say like, that now, and it still plays. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck like, is Cricket? Nobody would know who Buck Bakai was. They'd be like, what? All right, whatever. I don't know. There's a Rumble Skilts in here, too. <laughs> There's a gr- My favorite moment in the entire episode is when uh, Cisco's like, and here's Rumble Stiltskin from the story. And Rumble yeah. Stiltskin, like, s- smacks O'Brien in the chest and goes, now everybody knows my name. That's pretty funny, yeah. I like how he's like, I just don't like it. And he, like, I just don't want to hear it. it. It's like, ugh, that's gross. Rumble Stiltskin. Call me Jack. <laughs> or Harry. Call, call me something cool like Bones. It's my new name. Wait, that's already taken. You took everything but my bones. <laughs> call me T Bone. It's my new name. <laughs> T Bone. <laughs> T Bone. Delicious. Uh, I want steak now, real bad. Yeah, me too. You really, you really fucked me on this one by but saying th- that. Then like Cisco's like, "Hey Dax, so like, what's what's up? Is it like the Thorhana missions?" And she's yeah, like, I don't like, know. I just want dick. Yeah, they're like, "Do you think it's the Thorhana missions, Dax?" And she's like, ah, "I don't know." Like she's like such a fucking ditz, right? Yeah. And then like the real Dax appears, and Bashir's is like, "Oh no, oh no!" And then the curb your enthusiasm theme plays. <laughs> Yeah. Um, busted. Fucking got busted. Yeah. Imagining a sex goddess. Could you imagine how unbelievably embarrassing this would be? It would be in pretty it would be pretty embarrassing. Uh it th- It's yes, not quite it as embarrassing as like your commanding officers coming into your holodeck program where you're trying to fuck one of them. Yeah, that's worse. Like Barkley um, got it worse, but only because he's even more of a fucking weirdo. Yeah, that's that's even worse because Barkley's also like not a functioning human being, right? Yeah. Like he's like broken. Uh, 
I think Dax says it later, where she's like, I kind of feel like we're invading your privacy. It would be super embarrassing, but, like, it would be worse if, if Bashir was, like, married or something. Yes. Because, like, everyone has those, like... Everyone has those, like, secret, like, oh, I think that this person is attractive thoughts, right? Yeah, like, I mean, also, like, Bashir is, like, at this point, like, he's putting all of his attention towards Dax. Like, I really want to be with Dax. Yeah. And you don't have a crush on somebody one way or another and not imagine what having sex with them would Absolutely. be like. Absolutely. Like, it's just, it's part of, like being a human being like we we've been doing this forever like it's just the way it goes right we've been fucking we just fuck that's we like be animals. fucking <laughs> we'd be fucking stiltskins yo <laughs> i be not fucking stiltskins hey i'm into like some weird shit lately so who knows <laughs> yeah lately anyway uh <laughs> i was born in 1983 when were you born <laughs> bashir examines Bukai gives him his old medical examination, and he's like, I, I guess they're all real people. He's a real boy, yeah, he's real. And uh, the fake Dax is, like, constantly feeling Bashir up. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. She's like, let's go back to your room. And Bashir's like, I can't handle this right now, and she, like, disappears, right? Yeah, she's like, well, fine, I'll go to your room and just do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You gotta do what you gotta do. That's right? probably what happened. <laughs> I like the way that Terry Farrell acts, though. Like she's real good in this. She's great at playing like that type of ditzy character. She comes back and does it again in the episode that takes place in the 1930s. Yes, she plays like a dingaling. She's great at playing a dingaling. <laughs> yeah, um, but like she was uh, also in Back to School. She kind of plays like she's not dingaling in that, but she's not like strong she's, she's not a science kind of, officer in that one yeah she's just a student at uh whatever college they go to back to school university uh crazy sex adventures university triple lindy U. that's where the, that's where all those kids went in 80s movies crazy, crazy sex, sex adventure university sex crime university a lot of them there's a lot of sex crimes <laughs> they definitely did go to sex crime university that's sexual revenge. assault you that's revenge of the nerds is the sex yeah. crime university Ugh. he's it's good at sex so she falls for him it's fine it's okay afterward i guess maybe uh, that didn't age so well no, no, that part just definitely did not. <laughs> uh, I love Odo calls and he's like, it's snowing on the promenade. <laughs> I laughed out loud because this is like the stupidest story I've ever told on this show. But I laughed out loud watching this because in my head I was like, arrest this snow. <laughs> <laughs> just Odo being like, arrest all this snow. Like I he's can all imagine Odo it. actually doing that. Like he doesn't know what it is. Take this snow shit? in for questioning. Oh my god, snow on the promenade. There's a strict no snow rule here. It's Cisco's like, uh, yellow alert, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they kind of they kind of push the yellow alert button. And Odo calls back and he's like, the snow's gone, but there's a Goonji Jackdaw on a the Goonji loose. A Goonji Jackdaw, which is just I'm an like, emu. <laughs> that's an emu, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you mean an emu? It doesn't even have any paper mache on it to show that it's an alien. <laughs> it's just a straight up earth emu. Like, a, exactly. TOS at least put like a fake unicorn horn on a dog. Like, do something, right? They should have put like. <laughs> should have put like a little saddle on it or something and then put like a little quad guy on it oh that's a fucking amazing jackdaw don't even put the saddle just have a little quado coming out of the top of it (laughs) now we're talking about now we got a goomji jackdaw I love the Odo's like everyone needs by order of the captain needs to stop using their imaginations that's great 
It's great because it's like, back here's to my two titty ladies. <laughs> Check them out. I like how Quark is consistent. Two titty ladies? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not three? But two, two's good. He only has two arms to put around titty ladies to show them off. That's true. They're giving him umox in public too, which is yeah, like which is lascivious. Straight up, just like fucking college fuckfest over here. There's lewd fucking... and lascivious. Well, Quark <laughs> definitely went to Sex Crimes University. That's every college in uh, on uh, on fucking Ferenginar. But uh, like Quark is like super psyched because of course he's got the titty ladies, right? Yeah, he's but got his titty ladies. Then everyone wins at Dabo, and he does not want his titty ladies anymore. Yeah, he well, he doesn't care at first. He's like, whatever, I'm getting fucking umoxed up, dude. That's right. And, and Odo's like, they're taking you to the poorhouse, Quark. And then he's like, what? I don't know. If I wished up two titty ladies, I don't know how much I would care about the Dabo, but whatever. Yeah, I would just imagine more Dabo money. Yeah, just imagine that the money they're winning is fake money. None of that, them are, uh, like, imagining that they win real money. Yeah, I guess, like, I guess it kind of is fake money, because, like, you could just imagine you, you're, like, who would who would imagine that they're winning only a little amount, right? Like, yeah. people are probably winning, like, crazy amounts. They probably broke the bank, like, and then it's just fake money, right? Yeah. I'm sure it was all, he, Quark would definitely be like, all right, you have to give back everything you won, because it's not real. Yeah, it was, circumstances were not... Uh, normal. Then, then we kind of get into uh, the downswing of the episode. Like the episode swings up and then down and then back up again towards the yeah, end. Yeah, it's like silly as fuck right now, and like all this crazy goofy shits happening. Then it's mostly uh, just characters sitting in rooms while imaginary people talk at them. Yeah, trying to figure out si- like the scientific explanation and not figuring it out. Yeah, they have a couple. Th- right like i don't really even remember because like i don't i i just know what they are and like once you know like what they are at the end you're like oh okay whatever <laughs> right like yeah. i don't they're, I don't they're aliens i guess yeah they're they're sure they're like weird aliens that the way that they explore is uh by putting humans into weird situations i guess it's every episode i mean there's a couple episodes of tng like this there's a couple episodes of uh uh, Enterprise, there's a There's uh, definitely episode. a few episodes of TOS, like the TOS, there's a lot of these, right? But this like, is very TOS. Really, like, it's like Dax and Bashir and O'Brien are trying to figure out what's causing everything, and it keeps cutting between them while, like, right. silly things happen, but not, like, fun silly things, like, before, like, earlier. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I can't believe that the version of Dax you made to have sex with is, like, super submissive. Subservient, yeah. And then the fake one shows up, and she's like, well, you you just got a cold vagina, like an Andorian. Yeah, you're frigid, or whatever. Yeah. And then, and it's like, well, did did uh, Bashir think that? Is that why? You're yeah. right, because they don't know yet. So she's cold are. in all the wrong places, like an Andorian. Yeah, like, upper butt, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why would Andorians be cold up their butt? Andorians have exceedingly high metabolisms. You'd think they'd be hotter than they have cold vajayjays and wee wees. I guess. No, their metabolism. They probably they have probably like a hundred and six degree body temp, dude. Well, I don't know. I'm talking science facts right now. <laughs> this dude loves Andorians. Man, have you ever seen an Andorian beat somebody up for you? That'd be sweet. <laughs> They're all about beating people up, though. They love it. 
Um, I relate to that society more than this one. <laughs> I think sometimes, like, what it would be like to be the other aliens and yeah. not be a human, like... As a Vulcan, you would just never have to feel bad ever again. You just not have to deal with it. Ah, uh, it's got to be hard though, because they do have emotions, right? So you got to like deal with it. Yeah, oh, but God, they have like so the perfect ability to deal with it. They're they've trained their whole lives to just be able to be like, oh, anger's coming at me. Boop, not anymore. Right, they've right, they've like evolved to <laughs> yeah. be that way. Yeah, like I feel like shit. Boop, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. That but would be really. You sweet. also wouldn't be able to be happy or anything, which would probably suck a dick. Yeah, you just be in this like milk toast state where you're just yeah. like, I'm normal. You're I'm just very chill. fine. You're chill yeah. at all times, which sounds not that bad. Not that bad. And Dorian's though, uh, would angry be... all the time. I mean, did you see their planet? It would suck to live yeah. there. Yeah, no wonder it, they're fucking angry. It would suck. That would be terrible. But they're the honesty. I like that. I like yeah. that they're just open. That's very nice. I really like the Tellarite Society. Yeah, the insult society. Where they just fucking insult each other for fun. That it's sounds great. great. It's pretty fucking great. Yeah. And none of it would hurt your feelings because it's just natural. Everybody's it's like, constantly insulting each other. Do you think they call it a pig roast? Uh... <laughs> you know, you were fake laughing at the beginning of that, but it became a real laugh. <laughs> it's so funny. Because they're pigs. That was god-awful. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, they find out that the same type of phenomenon happened in the Hanoli system in the 23rd century. To and a Vulcan ship, right? Uh, no. They it's talk about this ship. happened to a Vulcan ship once before, but nothing came of it because none of them have an imagination. Oh, right. Yeah. That's so clever. That is actually really clever. The, I forgot um, about that. The Hanoli system fucking blew up. It destroyed the entire system, which I guess turns out to be a lie later. Yeah, so, like, it's not... Like, like again, like, what's so crazy about this is, like, their preconceptions are used against them. Like, like this is, like, maybe, like, the number one ad for science I've ever seen in my life. Like... Like they're they're everyone goes into a situation with preconceptions, right? And like mm-hmm. their preconception is like, well, that's going to happen to us, right? Because it happened to the Hanoli system, which is like, but what did the Hanoli system people think? They must have thought something similar to make it blow up because well, they blew it up. I also think that that's not real. That it's just information that like oh they you don't think, oh they're imagining it yeah because yeah. I mean it turns out that the thing that's happening is fake at the end right. of the right so why the wouldn't exactly why wouldn't they have imagined a circumstance that matches that yeah so like I don't think the Hanoli system smart. even exists that's smart I like that because they were like well wait it does I've never heard of that before and she's like oh because it got blown up oh that's so clever Ooh, it's that's actually, so good it's a clever bit in this episode that's so good yes but they they like launch a probe into like the phenomena and to figure out like what's causing it or like try and get some readings from it or whatever yeah they're like scanning it um but they don't find any information right because they're because they're being objective, right? They're yeah. waiting for the data. Yeah, and but there isn't like, any. No data ever gets sent back because they're just shooting it out into the middle of nowhere. It's There's space. nothing out there. Yeah, it's yeah. not real. And O'Brien oh. talks to Rumpelstiltskin, who's like, "Hey, I can <laughs> fix this for you if you give me your data." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they do f- they do see that like visually the phenomena is like pulling in matter like a black hole. Yeah, it looks like a like a 
vertical black hole, like a slit in space. Like a what? Like a what would that remind you of, Josh? Um, like a ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like some kind of like fissure. You fucking know it's a vagina. You know it. <laughs> A space pussy? Oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely a space pussy. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh my god, how could I? <laughs> but um, like <laughs> Buck Bukai is like walking around with Cisco, and he's like, "Yo, I miss baseball." <laughs> yeah, he does say that. Do you remember when baseball was baseball? Do you remember, Do you remember when that? men were men? Do you remember that time you came to the World Series and watched me play baseball? And and captains, I mean Commander Cisco is like I absolutely do. I love baseball. I baseball <laughs> is my favorite game. Is it yours, Buck Bukai? Yeah, I miss it. Don't you, Cisco? Remember, remember when you said that the love you you make is equal to the love you take? <laughs> do you remember when you said that about baseball? Do you remember when you said that about? Do you, do you remember when the baseball you play is equal to the play you baseball that you said? <laughs> Man, that's so wise. Um, but then Cisco's like, yeah, I love baseball. Bye. And then he goes back to the prom, to the, to that thing. Ops. Ops. Yeah. Ops. So then Rumpelstiltskin, Buck Bukai, and fake, uh, Dax all meet together and nobody sees this, even though they're just at the replomat. Yeah. They have a fun replomat of imaginary people meeting. <laughs> yeah. And nobody sees it apparently, but like yeah, fake Gen Z is like, why would Bashir create me? like as a fuck toy and then not ever touch me right it's confusing to her like and book and buck bakai is oh well, first off rumpelstiltskin's like why would you like make a character who scares you like why did he choose that yeah like what's the point of that right like right but buck bakai's like hey i made best friends with the commander so maybe yeah, you guys I've- fucking suck yeah, he's like, I, I have a breakthrough with my guy. And, and this is when you're like, all right, some shit's going on. All right, on, so right? they're definitely aliens. Yeah, they're definitely not a Royal Rumpelstiltskin, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, they're like, apparently it was a Vulcan vessel that tried to seal the rupture before and it yeah. destroyed the system. So you were right. Oh, sweet. I was right about something. Awesome. Josh is <laughs> often right, much more than people give him credit for. I'm right a lot of times. Uh, I think people don't give me credit because I'm right a lot and they get sick of me. Mm. Also, I'm very modest most of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably the most modest. <laughs> um, so they're like, well, we've had better technology, so we're going to fucking do this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, get everybody to like safe positions and we're going to seal <laughs> yeah. this shit. Get all those cl- g- goonji jackdaws <laughs> that are fucking out there. Put them in storage. Keep them for later. <laughs> We're gonna eat some Goonji Jackdaw later. <laughs> and um, there's this weird moment where uh, Kira goes down to one of the pylons to try and yeah. like, get people there, and like a big fucking fire breaks out. Yeah, and she's like, oh, the pylon exploded, and there's no pylon. And, like, <laughs> a guy runs towards her on fire, which, like, screaming, and then disappears. Su- super awesome, real practical, real effect, right? Like, yeah. a guy actually on fire. And they Pretty did cool. that for this episode for this scene, which yeah, happens guy, for, like, two seconds, and then she looks up, and there's nothing there. That guy got paid, like, two grand to do that. And she's like, <laughs> she's like oh, it's a false alarm. 
like you wouldn't Whoops. tell your fucking commanding officer what you saw. Yeah, that's like pretty important information. Like, oh, it just it's like it vanished. Like it's weird. Like at that point, you they would be like, okay, I think I know what's going on, right? But um, no. Odo's like running around trying to fucking figure shit out, and Quark's like, my titty ladies are gone. Y'all, <laughs> titty ladies, bye. And um, right as he right as he starts whining about it, they like appear again and start giving him umox. <laughs> this dude is having the best day of all time. And uh, Odo's like, I don't have an imagination. And Quark's like, Yeah, I said that four scenes ago. Yeah, that was the first scene that we were in together. I said you're dumb. Remember Stupid. that you fucking goo bitch. He said he would make. I said I would make you a. a Tra- uh, a, a lady version of your whatever you are. We don't <laughs> know that yet. <laughs> we don't know what it is yet, but then you can fuck or whatever it is you people do. <laughs> whatever it is you people do. <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, whatever you people uh, do. So Quark's a racist. We learned. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's Ferengi. They're kind of they're kind of racist. Well, we're they're racist against Ferengis. Yeah, I know. But then we kind of get over it. Yeah, eventually. But um, yeah. Odo learns that he wished a quark in a holding cell. That was his oh, big yeah. imagination. His fucking imagination rocket <laughs> was wishing quark into a holding cell. It's the best he could do. But he's so happy with it. It's creepy a little bit. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a little illegal, probably. Oh. <laughs> like, like, if it was really quark, like, what are his rights, you know? Did you read him his Miranda rights? Everybody's chasing around fucking Goonji Jack dolls. They don't They're have time to be checking. <laughs> too busy checking. The ACLU is too busy getting these Goonji Jack dolls in line. <laughs> um, there's there's a scene that seems uh unimportant to me. Uh huh. Where uh Jake is doing homework, but he wants yeah. to play baseball. I forgot about Buck this. Buck Bakai shows up and he's like, "You want to play baseball, baby?" And uh, Jake's like, I can't. I gotta do homework. Yeah. And uh, Buck Bakai's like, nobody will know. Come right. with me alone to the Hollis Suites. This is not weird at all. And then Cisco appears, and he's like, you gotta do your homework. Yeah, does he imagine him, though? Yeah, but then like Jake looks around, and like uh, Cisco is gone, and so is Buck Bakai. And Jake's like, well, I better do my homework. He does the right thing. He does the responsible thing, which is more than I would have done. I never did my homework. Oh, I did my homework, but only when I could be asked to do it. So I, I did my homework with Buck Bakai and got touched. Honestly, yeah, I, <laughs> I would have been. Yeah, I would have done that too. Uh, I, w- I would do my homework in homeroom. That was when you did your homework. Mm, we didn't have homeroom. We were supposed to, but what? it never happened. I don't know why. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore, Jeff. Did you ever know to begin with? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Think about that. Oh, my God. Jeff is a figment of my imagination. Oh, my God. It's like it, the fucking uh, sidekicks the movie. It turns out I'm a Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh, I did know that. Now it makes sense. Uh, anyway, the, the space rift is, like, real big. And... um. All the imaginary people start, like, staring happily at the people they're fucking with. Yeah. And they all um, are just like, well, I guess we're dead. (laughs) We did it. We fucked these people up real good. 
and like everybody's like, I guess we're fucking, we're dead. We're gonna, we're all gonna die now. Cisco it's only episode alert. sixteen, and we're already yeah. dead. Bashir and the fake uh, Dax like hold each other. Yeah, weirdly. And then, uh, like, I guess a control panel explodes or something. I don't remember. Something. The station gets hit, I guess, and, like, a control panel explodes, and fake Jadzia is, like, hurt, and Bashir's like, oh, no, the only girl who loves me. That's right. And she's, like, gets a massive concussion or something. Yeah, she's, she's like, dying. There's, like, blood coming out of her head and like, one spot, so she's dying. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. And Sisko's like, what do we do? What do we do? And Rumpelstiltskin's like... I can take care of it. I can save you off. Just one give me a daughter. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I always wanted to have a daughter. Oh my god, it's so creepy. It really is creepy. Yeah, like it's, it's and creepy. O'Brien's like, No, fuck you. Yeah, that's my daughter. I you, want her. I'm the one who made that machine. one. Make your own. Yeah, make your own daughter. You stiltskin and, ass bitch. <laughs> Nobody will fuck me because I'm a stiltskin. <laughs> Classic um, Stiltskin. So he's like, if you can, if you can fix this, you should. And um, Rumble Stiltskin's like, you wouldn't give up your daughter so that you could save everyone on in this universe. And he's like, fuck no. And Cisco's like, no, he doesn't have to because you're a bitch. Yeah, you're just a made-up bitch. <laughs> and Rumble Stiltskin's like, oh no, he knows I'm a bitch now. Oh shit, I am a bitch. <laughs> And like Cisco's like, look, it's all fake. You're doing all this. Yeah, he and figures it out. And they're and like, kind of like last minute, right? Yeah. Like, and like Rumpelstiltskin's like, you know what, Cisco, you're all right. <laughs> you're all right in my book, Cisco. <laughs> and hey. they're all like, anyway, peace out, right? Yeah, they leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Buck Bakai comes back and he's like, well, actually, we're crazy space aliens and we're like trying to meet new societies, but we do it like this for some reason. Yeah, this is like the most terrible way ever to do it. We also let yeah. them explode themselves because we're fucking assholes. We pretty much just go up to people and then fuck with them for two days until they kill themselves. Yeah, we drive them crazy because we're sociopaths and we uh, make them go nuts t- to the point where their entire society explodes. Yeah, cool, but you know, right? you never know how people are going to treat the away team right <laughs> and you're Cisco's really getting like, behind the eight ball on that one and Cisco's like oh, it's a baseball metaphor I get that yeah I you're right it. baseball yeah sure we all learned a lesson <laughs> and he's like and it turns out that no one has an imagination except humans and also the assorted aliens who imagine things on the show yes yes and then Buck Bakai's like anyway we might be back next year and they never show up. Bye bye. <laughs> and then the episode ends. <laughs> and then we take a break. We'll take a break and we'll be right back uh, to summarize our thoughts on this masterpiece of an episode. Good evening. I am Tapon of the Tapon Radio Program. My producers tell me it is advisable to expose my program on other broadcasts my demographic may find enjoyable. Thus, I have elected to advertise on the M Class podcast. Join me this week from 1900 hours to 700 hours as I discuss a variety of topics from Ferengi stock market trends to ancient earth music. Tomorrow, upon the request of frequent listener Commander Paris, I will be listening to The Logical Song by earth band Supertramp. I'm finding it difficult to keep my excitement at bay at the prospect of listening to a song devoted to a topic so integral to my way of living. 
while it is of no consequence to me, I realize there is much interest in the Ferengi Stock Exchange, so we will cover that topic exhaustively. In addition, with your help, I will be sponsoring the M-Class podcast for the month of October, which entails the following. On the 1st of November, I will match every dollar M-Class podcast has earned past $500 during the previous month. If you are a fan who has been waiting for an opportune time to become a patron, this is the month. The hosts of the podcast are putting much work into making as enjoyable a program as they can. One cannot fault them for their limitations. They are only human. This has been Tapon. Live long and prosper. And we're back. Give us your money. Give us all of it. Or just some of it. <laughs> it's true. It's true what Tapon said either during that commercial break or the previous one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe who, even who knows? fucking knows? If you uh, pledge any money to us this month above October. our $500 limit, the month of October, uh, Tapon, who is a real life person who's only pretending to be a Vulcan, will match yeah. your pledge dollar for dollar. Yes. So head on or over whatever. to M Class, to fucking uh, patreon.com slash M Class podcast. Nailed it first time. Yeah, definitely didn't fuck it horribly. Damn. Anyway, so this episode is uh-huh. not very good. No, this episode is uh, a season one episode of a Star Trek series. It it it. This show especially, it doesn't know how to deal with like space exploration because they're on a space station which doesn't move anywhere. Um, so that's bad. What else? Um, uh, here's, <laughs> Nothing here's a, happens. Here's a John Larroquette fun fact of the week <gasps> for you. Finally. Um, Rumpelstiltskin was actually originally written as a leprechaun. Oh my god, you fucking nailed that but shit, dude. But he was changed because Cole Meany thought that it was offensive to Irish people to have a leprechaun on board uh, Star Trek. He was like, Star Trek should not be using caricatures or cliches of any culture. Because that's not what it's about. I mean, I feel like I'm allowed to weigh in on this because of my heritage. I, um, I am almost completely Irish as well, so I don't think it's that offensive at no, all. I but don't either. Wh- whatever. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't take offense to it. I think it would be silly as fuck. But I mean, Rumpelstiltskin's also silly as fuck. I mean, what's the difference between a, a stiltskin and a leprechaun, though? Well, the thing like, is, like, neither of us is from Ireland. Like, we're not dealing with that shit all the time. Yeah, I figure it's yeah. it's it's the type of racism where it's like the stuff that Italian people find racist where you just have to deal with it so much that you're like just fucking stop. You're just sick of it. Yeah. yeah just, I get it. I like, get this it. Is, no, I get you're it. You're just like doing this shit cuz I'm Irish and I'm fucking tired of it, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I can't say like I I would or wouldn't, right? Cuz I'm not him. But like maybe if it wasn't uh uh, O'Brien dealing with the Rumpelstiltskin it would be a little less yeah, weird. maybe. The right? thing is like the whole angle of Rumpelstiltskin being able to like save the ship if Molly is given to him. How the fuck would you do that with a leprechaun? Yeah, I, I think it's better. I mean, it's yeah. definitely better. I think it's a better decision game. for the story, but I mean yeah. Cole Meany like fucking hated it. Like he, he was straight up like, I'm not being in this episode. If you fucking make this a goddamn leprechaun, I'm not in this episode. That's so funny. Like, I've had to deal with this stupid fucking leprechaun shit since I started becoming an actor. 
and I don't ever want to have to deal with it again. That dude hates leprechauns. Yeah. Well, he fucking has to deal with them all the time. He lives in. I Ireland. love that. I love that movie, The Leprechaun, with uh, what's his name? Warwick Davis. From Warwick, da- Warwick Davis yeah. and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that movie's stupid, but it's good. I like that movie. <laughs> is is so stupid. It's great. I love that movie. Um, but yeah, they had to rewrite the whole episode because it was originally a. Um, I guess a it would just be a a wish, right? Like yeah. you would just make a wish or whatever. And yeah, it's better this way. It's better. They never came back. <laughs> no, they never come back, which is great. I don't care that they don't come back. The no. show gets better because they leave. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. they never fucking came back. This episode isn't very good, but it's uh hilarious as fuck that there's a le- uh, I was gonna say Leprechaun there's a Rumpelstiltskin in Star Trek uh, who acts really bad who acts worse than a Satan almost yeah he's very Satan-y he's, he's just trying to get a daughter which is gross I don't wanna hear that yeah I mean there's like adoption services and shit well, he like, would never get through adoption services <laughs> he would show up on day one and be like yeah I want a daughter and they'd be like police <laughs> Stiltskin. Classic Stiltskins. Stiltskins. I love how the Memory Alpha feels it needs to point out to us that the Gunji Jack doll, which appears on the promenade, was played by an emu. Yeah, we all know what an emu is. I've been to a petting zoo before. I know what a fucking emu is. Uh, Uh, You know they grow they grow emu. They grow them. They raise emus around. They they grow them from the ground. They raise emus and llamas here for some reason. I don't know why, but there's a ton uh, of. It is emu a farms. another fun fact of the week for you. A little John Larroquette in there. Ooh, how is interesting that the baseball Cisco has on his desk for the entire series is the one Buck Bakai gives him in this episode. Are you serious? Yep. I didn't know that. That is a fun fact, sir. That is actually a fun. I just assumed it was a baseball that he replicated or something. Nope. It's the one Buck Bakai gave him. That's cool. So he does have the ball from Buck Bakai. Maybe Buck Bakai like imagined like an actual World Series baseball. That'd be cool. Maybe you know, Maybe. <laughs> Jeff. You know, I, I know. I'm just thinking about like I was sitting here. I kind of got lost for a second because, uh, how? What is that baseball like? Buck What's Bakai, it made out of? Buck Bakai was like a weird alien who was making fake shit. Like, how did he make a real baseball to get to Maybe they're him? super magic. Who knows? Dude, Maybe. It's probably real. It has to be real because it's, it's like, in every yeah. fucking episode forever. Yeah, it's still there, right? Could you imagine, like, the Buck Bakai alien is back on his home planet, and they're like, dude, how come you never use your full powers? And he's like, oh, I have to keep a little bit of my power going at all times to keep a baseball on this guy's desk. <laughs> Maybe he's the baseball maker wizard from fucking uh, Megas 2. <laughs> Maybe these guys are from Megas 2. Actually. They could be from Megas 2. The fucking uh, Rumpelstiltskin wizard, the baseball wizard, and the fuck wizard. <laughs> the sex wizard. Just like a prostitute is a sex wizard. The sex right? wizard. You go, to the, you go to the wizard whose abilities you need the most. So you go to yeah. the sex wizard. Those are the four the four Megas two jobs we know about. <laughs> Add, adding in condos or whatever. It was. I think we Castles? fucking. I think we cracked the code on this one. We figured I think out. We figured out the the Satan's episodes, man. The the big connection in all these episodes is that every Satan is actually from Megas two. Yeah, that's where all the Satans come from. 
the real Satan came from there, so at least a Rumpelstiltskin could come from there, too. Yeah, why not, right? Fuck it. He's like a lesser demon, a Rumpelstiltskin, but important in the hierarchy of Satans. <laughs> it's fun. It's funny that there used to just be stories where you could be like, alright, a little man shows up, yeah. and he spins, uh, like, twine into gold. Sure. How does That's he do magic. that? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's magic. He wants a little girl. That's that's what yeah. he wants for it. And he's bad. Why, he's just why does he want the little evil. girl? You don't need to know. I mean, we could get into like why and like what he represents and stuff. Yeah, which I would love to. Well, what does he represent? <laughs> well, he probably. I mean, he represents like, uh, like, possibly like, uh, like kings because kings can they they're rich, right? They can just. Spend money. They spend gold. They can spin it. I guess it's like they could take your daughter away to marry. They could take your daughter away to work in the fields, be a concubine. Really, like the whole the whole story is about taking the easy way out of your chores of like not yeah. doing the work you're supposed to do and the cost it'll have in the end. Yes. Like yes. I I don't want to spin the twine or whatever. I don't want to have to do that. But like this right. guy'll turn it into gold for me. If you take the easy way out, you're going to pay the price. Yeah, right? except she doesn't pay the price because he really fucking hates his name. <laughs> and fun fact, like the whole Rumpelstiltskin thing got uh has of course he's been used in a million things since, but my favorite version is Mixes Pitalik. The Superman uh, villain, Mixelplex or whatever. Yeah, I know. Mixes Pitalik. I never said it right. And I fucking love that character. It's just a dickhead from another dimension who comes and fucks with Superman. Every I used year. to just call him Mister Pixie Sticks because he's kind of like a Pixie, Pixie Sticks. I never knew how to say Mixelplex right or whatever. I, like I always called him Mixelplex when I was Mixelplex. Younger. Yeah, that's but what I like thought it was. in the animated series and all the cartoons that came after. They Mr. call him Mixes, Mi- Mr. Mixes Pitalik. It's hard to say, and I I wanted to be able to say it right as a little kid, so I practiced, which is I super those. lame. Those. <laughs> But now on this, well, podcast, now you're on a podcast. <laughs> I know it perfectly. <laughs> I mean, that's like an extra dollar right there for the yeah, Patreon. Everybody put an extra do- dollar in because I wasted my youth. I'm impressed that you knew that. Mixes I never knew Pitalik. how to say it. Mixes Pitalik. And if you like follow the letters to the sounds, it's perfect. Mixes it makes sense. Pitalik. Mix mixes Pitalik. It means anyway. nothing. Well. I've said it so many times. It means nothing. And the thing is, you have to say it backwards, which I can't do. Like you have to get him to say the name backwards, which I can't. That's do. That's right. That's so but hard. Super- Superman does. Superman it. Yeah. is super fucking clever, so he tricks him into doing it a million times. I love it. I love Superman. He's he's a smart boy. I love that guy. <laughs> but um, I don't love this episode. <laughs> now this episode's stupid, but uh, it makes me laugh and. Uh, it's not the worst one ever. No, it's I mean, just, there's a lot worse uh, Star yeah. Trek episodes. The worst episode ever is Code of Honor. Yeah, that's the worst one. That is the worst Star Trek episode ever. Um, this episode's only, apparently, maybe racist to Irish people. Yeah, and if I'm, you, I'm... If you again, really bend again. your brain around it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna kind of pull my Irish card out here and be like, it's not that bad. <laughs> 
It's not that bad. I'm, I, according to my family history, I'm 75% Irish at least. So. I mean, I've seen what people do in Philadelphia who are Irish on St. Patrick's Day, and, I mean, come on. This is not. Well, that's like. The thing is, like, Irish people actually fucking hate American Irish people because of that shit. Because of that shit. I get it. I get it. I never get into that. I'm not. I don't. I don't know jack or shit about how real Irish people feel. I'm only American Irish. Well, here in Pennsylvania, a lot of them were murdered by the railroads. Um, Yes. Well, the thing is, like, a bunch of Irish people, like, came in for mine work in West Virginia. And then they and never just came fucking out. died of black lung. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, a lot of people of every race came into West Virginia to work in the mines and died of black lung. If only they had a Rumpelstiltskin to do the mining for them. Yeah, but then they don't have to give up their daughters. Uh, I mean, that's why people had like seventy-five kids back. That's then. true, man. You would be able to get Rumpelstiltskin to do like a dozen fucking favors for you. How Easy. many more daughters do you want? Because I don't even really need them. That's how people would they'd be like. <laughs> I don't even like this one. Rumpelstiltskin would be like, "Look, all right, I'll fuck. I give you like two inches of gold twine. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna give you for this one." Yeah. And yeah. they were like, it's "Okay." A, it's definitely inflation has set in. It's not worth as much anymore. <laughs> Daughters are not worth as much anymore. Yeah, it's a it's on a seller's the, market on at the this fucking point. Rumpelstiltskin market. <laughs> <laughs> that oh that was God. really why the Great Depression happened. That's the big, right. There the was a big fucking much- Rumpelstiltskin boom. Too many stiltskins, <laughs> and they were dumping stiltskin twine down the drains, like with the milk and shit. Yeah. The daughters were worth, like, two coppers. Like, it was bad. Yeah, after the war war in Germany, they would, like, put, like stack daughters on wheelbarrows so they could buy <laughs> loaves of bread. You had to buy them from your local Stiltskin. There's, like, a hundred daughters on this thing. What am I going to do with a hundred daughters? Look, a hundred dollars a loaf of bread, please. I have a please. family to feed. At least 20 more daughters. I have so many more daughters. There's a hundred of them. <laughs> And they're all just like, oh, God, this sucks. <laughs> Life is terrible. We're in Germany. This sucks. It's about to get way worse. It's about to get way worse. <laughs> anyway, oh, on man. that beautiful note, <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to M-Class Podcast. Thank you. If you would like to support what we do, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast, dump some money, and Tapon will have to match your... You don't. Make Tampon give us more money. Don't you dare call him that. I've been calling him Tampon all day. I'm not I know. stopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm you, stuck on this one. It, we have another program that you probably already know about called M Class Email, and where we yeah. read your emails on the air and give you cool, funny answers. Yeah, we talk about our deepest, darkest secrets. Like, how many Stiltskins would you have sex with at once? <laughs> We can't tell you on this program, of course. Yeah, we'll I would save that for the, the next one. Stay tuned. If you're a Patreon Patreon pa- patron, patron, you can get it right now. You can just go listen to it right now. Yeah, if you were li- if you are listening to this episode and you become a patron, you will be able to listen to emails one week early, every week. Not only Incredible. that, but you'll get access to our commentary track series. We just did Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, uh, we did. You'll get access to Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, which is a we, podcast about literally everything else but Star Trek. Yeah, we talk about all kinds of stuff, like 
which Flintstone vitamin you like the most. It's orange. That's it. <laughs> I that was the whole episode. So good. Orange is the best one. I haven't it's had so Flintstone good. vitamin since I was a kid, but orange. What's is your the favorite best Starburst? One. This is a true test of friendship. Oh my god, my favorite Starburst. Honestly, like I know everybody fucking says pink is their it favorite is Starburst. That's the right answer. I love but pink. red. Red is also. Good. I also really like red. I would accept red. Red yeah. is delicious too. Um, Yellow can suck my dick. I I like orange. Orange is good, yeah. It goes for me. It's pink, red. R- they're very close, and then mm-hmm. orange, yellow. Yeah, yellow to can suck my dick. I agree. Yeah, well, orange, and then like a dirty dick in an alley, and then yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Starburst. And then maybe candy corn below that. Oh no, I love candy corn. Get out of my face, Jeff. I'll never understand that. That's such like a virulent hatred people have for it too. It's not like oh, I don't like licorice. It's like fuck candy corn in its dick hole. Candy corn, so I love it. I love candy corn. That's the thing, though, is that everybody who hates candy corn, just give it to me. I'll give you every. I would give you every ounce of candy corn on earth I will, if I could. I'll eat it for you. It's delicious. It will never go bad because it's already terrible. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you like Twizzlers, Josh? Uh, what kind of Twizzler are we talking about? Like, like just a lady, just a standard Twizzler. I like. I like. Twizzlers and their equivalent, like, red rope or whatever. Like, Twizzlers can fuck off my planet until the end of goddamn days. I ate I ate so many Twizzlers one time. Um, I was uh, dating a girl in high school, and we she watched... She worked at the Twizzlers factory, did she? She worked, yeah. <laughs> she, we watched Jerry Maguire, and we ate, like, this whole bag of Twizzlers, and we got so sick on Twizzlers. So I never really liked them as much... Since then, because I, I fucking myself up. I hate Twizzlers. Like the thing is, people are like, "Oh, I hate licorice, but I love Twizzlers." But like, they taste so fucking similar to me. Uh, Twizzlers are a little like they're like licorice light. Yeah, they say. are. They're licorice light. Like I, I would, re- I would eat a Twizzler like a million times before I would ever let a piece of licorice. I don't. Get near my fucking I don't mouth. like licorice. I'm not. I don't like licorice either. Like it's not. Good. Licorice I- sucks a liquor dicks. <laughs> Mister Liquor Dicks. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's the porn parody version of him, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Lickerdix. Uh, anyway, um, and Pooper Man has to make him say it backwards or doggy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're making this. I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we are. Um, anyway, uh, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/MClassPodcast. Or you, or and and or you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at MClassPodcast. Yeah, we should get like an Instagram. <laughs> what the fuck would we put on Instagram? <laughs> Just pictures of us. Like, you know what it should be? And I would. This is so great. It's so great because I'm like. A little tired right now. Sure. But uh, it should just be us. Like, whenever we watch a Star Trek episode, it's just us taking a picture of the TV watching <laughs> this. <laughs> and every picture is every time we watch an episode. We should oh take, take like, a big fucking dorky-ass selfie in front of the yeah. fucking screen playing yes. a Star Trek episode every yes. time we watch it. Definitely. All right. Oh. So that's probably going to happen, too. So Yeah. Get on that. That and Mr. Liquor Dicks is gonna happen. <laughs> Pooper man. Pooper man. Put it in the Pooper man. Oh man. Why'd I say oh, that? Oh man. Oh Pooper Why'd man. Why'd I say that? <laughs> I think you know why. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we'll see you next week for more M Class. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>
I'm mentally ill.